In times where things are unpredictable, we can take back control by remembering and being grateful for the little joys in our lives. This is Nina Mutera in Trisha Qatar with Little Joys. This episode, we're going to be starting off with my little joy, which is walks. It's something that I used to like. I did used to like it, but ever since quarantine, it's definitely become something I treasure a lot more, I would say, with how much time we're spending indoors. And I know you've had some similar experiences, Trisha. No, yeah, for sure. When when quarantine started, I began to go on walks every morning at around 8 o'clock, I'd say, mm-hmm. or 8, 8.30. That's 8 thir- let's go with 8.30. I don't think I ever yeah. got up before 8 o'clock. <laughs> um, but before quarantine, I used to go for walks during Thanksgiving break and winter break. Not, not a lot during school because I just didn't have time. But like you said, when quarantine started, it was kind of <laughs> what I looked forward to every day because you couldn't go outside much. It was like my time to be alone, not cooped up with my family for weeks on end. No, 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 Uh, exactly. It was like, you could go outside and it was just nice and quiet and I'd have my music in and you just walk and you wouldn't have to think about the things you had been thinking about inside the same room for the past hours and hours and hours. You know, yeah, exactly. Because with all the, the, the stress and all the information we were being given in like March and April and then with what happened in May with all the protests, it was just a lot of information being given to all of us at once. And like, I think the way that I processed it and the way that I found a way to distance myself from all of that was through the walks. Like I went out and it was just me alone in the cold morning air. And no, see, I that's, would say that's hi. really, that's really the high point when you go out in the morning and it's that it's that kind of cold air that you really don't get any other time of day here in California. (laughs) You really can't get that any other way than by walking out in the morning. And it's just so refreshing. It's both refreshing and kind of, I don't want to say invigorating because that's kind of a weird word, but like it kind of invigorating, like it kind of wakes you up, gets you ready for the day. Yeah. And I remember whenever, at least during quarantine, we would go for walks or at least I would go for a walk in the morning and then I would come back and we would do like math together for an hour or so. I remember. And that was kind of what woke me up for math. Like if I had just done math after getting up like I do now with class, I think I got up at 8.28 today when class starts at 8.30. Oh. So, <laughs> and I was like, I think I was half asleep for Gov. I'm not going to lie. But I think like when during quarantine, because I went for a walk every day in the morning, it wasn't like that. I was awake. I was alert. I was thinking. I found some kind of peace, some zen, you know? Yeah, you know, it's actually really funny that you say that because both of us did a little bit of research on our small joys. And according to some research, well, um, taking breaks can boost engagement at work. So a study by Stanford found that walking actually increased creative output by an average of 60%. That surprisingly makes sense. Obviously because of the work thing, but 
like it's funny that you say that because I think I wrote more um, in that like th- like four month span when I went for a walk every day than I did in like the three years before that. <laughs> like that time, those like 20 to 40 minutes I was outside that I was just thinking by myself. I was like, oh, like what if I wrote about this? Or, oh, what if I did this? Or, oh, this one story that I'm already thinking of, like how can I visualize this in my head and I would like have my music in and like my playlist for that specific kind of moment yeah, yeah 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 and I would like imagine those like I would like mouth the words um that sounds so like lame but you know what <laughs> no, I mean no, 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 no. but see now it's actually so much easier it's for me per- like going on a walk and listening to music I like it more now because with my mask on, people can't see that I'm mouthing along to the words. Exactly. So I can just be jamming out behind my mask. And it's just so mm-hmm. nice and relaxing. And it's just a break from all the work I've been doing at home, <laughs> inside yeah. my room. And another thing I actually, I had gotten into podcasts. Oh, well, obviously, I've been into podcasts for a while. We are currently recording one. I'm <laughs> podcasting EIC. <laughs> but I had more time to listen to podcasts during those walks and just walking along and listening to someone's voice it's so nice and getting to re-listen to podcasts i loved in the past like welcome to night vale or new ones like the magnus archives which i just started um during quarantine actually um with the new time i had during my walks and just like Mm -hmm. really getting to listen to those again and having the time to do that podcasts like the first podcast that you ever introduced me to the bright sessions i listened Mm -hmm. to most of that on my walk like think the thanksgiving break of my freshman year um i i would like be on walks and that would be when i would listen to podcasts um now i don't listen to podcasts a lot on my walks um i do like what i said earlier i was i kind of like had my music in and i like i jam but only because um I don't like you don't go on this trail anymore Mm, but the so near where we live there is a there are two trails one trail is like paved it's where a lot of like families go it's where you like it's out in the open but like right next to that there's a parallel trail that's kind of like going through like the woods not really like the woods but it's like more more tree area yeah yeah yeah. it's more like nina would say there's more snakes but you know Okay, to be fair, to be fair, the reason I say there's more snakes there is because I was even on the paved section and I legit saw a snake scare the life out of me. That's why I will never go on that trail again. Snakes are, they're not, it's just that one time. I feel like the joy of being on that trail alone without anybody, when like other families with their babies on the phone, like talking. That's true while you're trying to have your moment is like kind of outweighs the danger of a snake killing me so to me that's a sacrifice i'm willing to make i will say i do miss that trail even though i really like and that's something i was going to go into in a second is all the different places where we like to walk the two of us our different areas that we choose um i do miss that trail because it was really it's just really nice and calming the way the trees kind of arc over you a little bit and just, it was a really nice spot there are two three paths two paths two paths that i walk right now um there's one where i go down if you guys know stone ridge drive i like go down 
that way and it's from around where Moore is to around where Amarillo Park is if you don't live by us I'm sorry you have no idea what I'm talking about but it's right by this main road and I just like that path a because the sidewalk's really big which is very nice and b just it's like a nice path it's got trees it's got everything you need but it is next to a road and it is pretty popular so Mm -hmm. there is Mm -hmm. kind of that trade-off but the second place I walk is actually when I go for walks with my parents. Um, we go down. I don't even know how to describe this path, but it's a little more. Oh, I know this trail. I know. I know. I know. Uh, I think it's the trail next to it's like when you're going to the mall. It's like you go down to that like. Next yes. To the, the, the little creek thingy. Yes, 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 yes. There's a little creek. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's it. And that's, that's the trail we go to when I go with my parents because I'm a little less afraid of the wildlife with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. I can handle um, the threat a little more. See, I'm not afraid, or at least I wasn't afraid of the wildlife. And I think that's because I've just gone on that trail so many times. Mm, I've yeah. seen, like, deer. I've seen turkeys. I've seen... But I was the one that saw the snake. I see how it is. No, I've seen this. I've seen two snakes. What do you mean? I've oh, seen no, two snakes saw... on that trail. I, I sent you those pictures. You. Remember, I freaked you out, and I felt very good doing it. I think the last time that I went, or I tr- that both of us tried to go on a walk, a bee stung me. So now I'm like slightly traumatized by that trail. No, I haven't yeah. gone since. But that just might be because I haven't had time. But that bee stinging me really just, really just reminded me that that trail is kind of dangerous that's okay though oh i was gonna say another this is one place i only go to walk once in a while it's down my usual path down uh, stoner's drive but like i said stoner's drive ends in amaral park and so sometimes i'll cross the road and actually like walk through the park Mm. and it's it's just a normal park right there's nothing super special about it except for the fact that is the park I went to when I was, like, tiny, when I was, like, a little kid, <laughs> when I was, because we lived in the complex right next to it from when I was, from when I was, like, two to when I was, like, I think in fifth grade, fifth or fourth grade. So that's the, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the real OG, you know <laughs> what I mean? And it's just so calming to walk through there and just kind of relax. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the kind of trend of walks it's just relax time to yourself like being grateful for like being able to i think process just all the stuff that's happening yeah just have, um, have the time to do that yeah yeah do you want to switch over now? yeah let's switch over trisha's little joy is very good my little joy is new it's it's, it's a new development but it's also old um, is it new is it new, Trisha? Okay, 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 okay. My little joy is hot chocolate. Uh, I said that so weird. I'm sorry, but I think I don't know what it is. I maybe it's because I just don't like coffee. I despise coffee. Like I hate the taste of coffee. So like the next closest thing thing to a hot drink when it's like cold. And, like, you just want to, like, cozy up into your, like, blanket. It's hot chocolate. And just because it's chocolate. And it's, like, li- it's liquid chocolate. How can you not like liquid chocolate? Like, what is there wrong? Like, well, there's nothing. 
There's nothing bad about hot chocolate. There, every single element of hot chocolate is amazing. There is the warmth, as you described. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There is the chocolate flavor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Marshmallows, if you put marshmallows in it. Mm. Squishy little clouds of joy are what those are. <laughs> and then there's all the memories that hot chocolate uh, bring. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do have a lot of memories associated with hot chocolate. Being in middle school and French class and having Mr. Nags. The little was... Swiss. The Swiss packages. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Being like 11 or 12 and being in his class and just drinking hot chocolate and eating crepes. I think that's that, that's like kind of something that I remember when I drink hot chocolate. But also that segment we did last year in journalism on the best hot chocolate in Pleasanton is like one of the best memories that I have associated with hot chocolate. I'm no, yeah. honest. I remember um, for context for everyone, last year we chose to do a segment on, as she said, the best hot chocolate in Pleasanton. And so we had to go around to a bunch of hot places that sold hot chocolate. We tried Pete, we tried Inklings, we tried Godiva, mm-hmm. and we tried the 85 Degree Bakery. Yeah, I believe that's it. Oh, but they were so good. All of them were really good. I remember. Wait, I'm not gonna say all of them okay, were okay. really good. <laughs> like <true>. there was, <laughs> there was some that could have been a little better. Like I'm gonna say the 85 degrees hot chocolate. Yeah, not the best. Not the best if you're looking for that like rich, creamy flavor. That's not like you won't go to 85 degrees for that kind of flavor. What you where you would go for that flavor is Godiva. I've been thinking about that hot chocolate since the day we had it. Oh my god. It's... I kid you not. It was a religious experience. I cannot... (laughs) I cannot... I think back to, like, the moment I drank the first sip of that hot chocolate and I immediately smile. (sighs) That was so nice. Especially because I think we, we hadn't... First of all, just practical wise we hadn't picked out a favorite yet and so we were kind mm-hmm. of like eh, the on the edge and we, yeah yeah that was the last had, one i think that was the last one that was the last one exactly and then we tried this hot chocolate and it was a cold day because i had my jacket on i remember that it was a cold <laughs> and, day and yeah you know when nina has her jacket on that means it's real <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> and i just remember taking a sip and most hot chocolates that you get from a powder or from a store it's it's you, you can kind of feel that powder a little bit and it it's thick mm-hmm. but it's not this stuff was so rich that's all so i can remember it's just thinking how rich it was <sighs> and it was, was it was time. peppermint too it was peppermint hot chocolate and i don't i'm not the biggest fan of peppermint those like little peppermint candies you get i'm not i don't like them that much um but, like, the peppermint in this hot chocolate was just perfect. Like, they had the little crushed up pieces, but they also had that flavor inside it. They had, the, like, the whipped cream. I remember just passing that one cup back and forth. Yeah. And just it was, loving it. Was, I think it was the one cup we actually finished. Like, I don't think we finished any of the other cups oh, besides no, that one. Pete's coffee, we had... Pete's and Inklings, we had a friend help us out. 
85 degrees. I was good. I actually spilled inside of my jacket. (laughs) If you remember that. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Uh, But that one, we actually, yeah, we we finished it. And yeah, it just, it had the vibe of hot chocolate. That vibe of curling up inside a blanket, getting all nice and warm, Mm. snuggly. Yeah. 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 And I think the, I think TikTok has now arrived at the same conclusion that we had a year ago with this new trend the the like chocolate ball with the hot chocolate powder inside and the marshmallows you can put like chocolate no yeah i haven't had it but it looks it looks immaculate it looks so good it's really 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 good. good basically what it is is people take they take melted chocolate and they put it in one of those sphere molds so that they can put the mm-hmm. two halves together. And inside they put the hot chocolate and the marshmallows and then close it up. So they take this little chocolate ball and you drop it inside hot milk and then it just falls apart and all mixes yeah. together. And yeah, oh, it just looks yeah. so wonderful. And I've seen people on TikTok making like Italian hot chocolate or like French hot chocolate where you like dip the croissant inside the hot chocolate and then you like eat it. But also you can also drink it. How much better can it get? I know it's still November. We understand that it's still November. But I think with the year that has gone by, we deserve the delight of hot chocolate. um, And it's already getting cold. Exactly. It's already so cold outside. I feel like we deserve the hot chocolate now. Yeah. The season is upon us for hot chocolate. (laughs) For some for some facts about hot chocolate, the largest cup of hot chocolate ever made was eight hundred and eighty gallons. Wait, wait, what? Um, at no, yeah, no, you heard me right. Um, eight hundred and eighty gallons of hot chocolate at Tampa Bay's Museum of Science and Industry. Just imagine eight hundred and eighty gallons of hot chocolate. I can't even picture that. That that was that was a pool of hot chocolate. It's, it's apparently 1,100 pounds of cocoa and 87 gallons of powdered milk. At the unveiling ceremony, the kids who helped make it shot marshmallows into the pool using homemade catapults. Oh, that's so cute. It, just like that picture, just imagine that picture of seven-year-old children with marshmallows and their catapults just putting that like stuff in a pool of hot chocolate no my question is did they drink it did anyone drink it at the end why would you not drink it it's like I mean, it's a 880 gallons of hot cho- they probably you know like in those um children's books when there's like a big pool of like candy or like big pool of like maybe oh and charlie and the chocolate factory i don't actually remember if this actually happened in that book but i assume they have like a huge straw or something that you just like put into the pool. I did not think that's what was going to come out of here. I did not think that's what you were about to say. No, yeah, they just had one big giant straw. Yeah. They all took turns just drinking out of that straw. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's actually happened. That was what actually happened. But yeah, hot chocolate has been around for like 2,000 years. People have recognized the value of this creamy chocolate goodness long before we did wow yeah i think so too um it was really nice talking about 
both walks and hot chocolate, two things I know we both really enjoy. And I hope that we were able to bring a little bit of joy to all you listeners out there. And I hope you guys tune in again. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. No matter how unpredictable our lives get, we can always find comfort in the little joys of life. This has been Trisha Katar and Ina Mutadat with Little Joys. <laughs>